Hello, John. Hello. Uh, hi, this is Mark. And, and John, this is John. And we're welcoming you to Speak Brave podcast, where we get together every week and we speak brave. I want to say this, though, and I, this is important. I think in the future what I'd like to do is I'd like to introduce your podcast for you. I'd like to say, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Speak Brave. And now here is the voice, the voice of Speak Brave. Please welcome to the microphone, Mark Guy. Well, why don't we wait? Why don't we do it now? And you We're just doing did. it. I just did it. Did. <laughs> okay, thanks a lot. It's in there. All right. Friends, I want to talk to you about hope tonight. Hope. I like I like hope because hope. it's something I live by. Yeah. yeah. Cuz without hope you have really what do you have? You have really nothing. Nothing. And what is it with people living their lives without thinking about hope? I don't see how they exist. Yeah. So let's talk about hope. All right. Is that okay? I'm all for it. All right. What does hope mean to you, John? Because this is a free flow. This is speak brave. Remember, fear is boring. Have you ever lived in fear? And this is the premise of this podcast. Fear is boring. We don't care about um, being afraid. And more than that, fear of failure is boring. You've got to put fear in its proper perspective. That's yeah. all there is to it. Because yeah. if you don't put fear in the proper perspective, you know, you say it's boring. Yeah. But I think the greater issue with fear, because I've talked about it before, is that fear brings you to a halt. It does. Fear will stop you in your tracks and it you does. will it be will. useless and you will be ineffective and you will not be solving problems. You'll simply be dwelling in the fear of the next moment every single time in your life. That's... That's not the thing you want to do. I don't life. want to live in fear. No, fear but, is a bad thing. But let's talk about hope. Yeah, hope the, I like. The, the, the premise of this podcast is hope is we, what keeps you going. With warriors, we're fear of warriors. We fight against fear that we know exists. Now we're on camera right now. We are. So here for the camera, I'm going to show you what I mean. I am a fearless warrior. Yes. I am here with my compatriot, my friend, my comrade at arms, and voice. Mark Guy, and I do not fear what lies ahead because fear is the mind killer. I see the fear, but I will stand in the face of that fear as it comes, and I will watch as it passes through me, and I will turn around and look at that fear from its backside and say, man, you got a big butt. <laughs> okay. Um, friends, th- this is John. <laughs> He's just... He, Been he, a Jesuit, witches would have not liked that for those of you that read I, Frank Herbert and Dune. I, I, I have no idea what this is. I know, but you know what? that to you. Let's, let's go back into the... <laughs> let's get back to hope. Let's go back to hope. Now, John, do you, is hope lives in you? Yes, hope in lives what in what ways? You. Can you measure or can you talk about in a tangible way or maybe it's something not measurable? What does hope mean to you? Does hope live within you? And when you find yourself when there's no hope, when you find yourself when there's no hope at that moment, what do you do? Yeah. Oh, okay. can I use so a three rec- questions? Okay, can I use a recent event on hope? Yes, of course. And then I can I can get back to hope for you. But well, when, I, I, if it's relevant, yeah. This I think is a good example of it. Uh, you remember the you know that I have a number of kitty cats. Oh yes. And these cats are very much part of our family. These are house cats. These mm-hmm. cats are actually fixed so that they live in the house. They do not go out. They're not equipped to go out. It would be cruel and inhumane. Although there are some people that criticize me for the fact that what we've done with our cats, because it helps to save our furniture and our draperies and our, you know, mm-hmm. other goods and as well mm-hmm. as our chairs and our wood items, is their front claws are declawed. Now those front claws are importantly 
uh, valuable to a cat. An outdoor cat without those claws can't climb trees, can't mm-hmm. jump up on houses, and okay. most of all, those claws are outstanding weapons. They can oh, oh, be used oh, oh, oh. in an incredible sharp, way. Sharp, sharp, uh, and, and painful. A dog would dream of having claws like cats mm-hmm. have. Cats' claws are serious business. However, that being okay. said, because our cats are fixed and they are house cats, they are designed to stay in the house. So when you lose one mm-hmm. who, through their amazing, extraordinarily inquisitive minds, has the resources to find their way out of the house, mm-hmm. like through a hole in the screen. Is, is that what happened to you? Yeah. Okay. You suddenly find yourself in a situation where you're trying to find that cat. Mm-hmm. You're trying to find that cat, one, because you love the cat desperately. Yes, you do. She loves you're you. You're trying to find her because you know that in that real world, she is at a distinct disadvantage. Oh, yes, she is. And that disadvantage puts her in danger from everything from other cats to dogs to even things like possums and mm-hmm, raccoons mm-hmm, and animals mm-hmm, that are outside mm-hmm. in the wild. Danger, danger, danger. Yeah. And so that happened with me yes. with a cat that I consider to be my very, very favorite cat. And the reason okay. why she's my very favorite cat is because I'm her very favorite human. Okay. She adopted like me. That. She like adopted that. I me. I love that. Okay. And when she got out, we spent an entire day looking for her. It was a Wednesday. We looked for her from early that morning into the late of night, walking the neighborhood, shining lights under cars, under houses, asking people to help us. Then the next day, we looked for her again. Then I put brochures, not brochures, but posters and signs out of her saying we need to find her. You were frantic. You were in shock. I was with, and here's the thing. You were broken. When I finally arrived on Friday, I was at this point where we had exhausted every effort we could. I had checked the shelters. I had checked the Humane Society. I had checked Animal Control, SPCA. I had been over the neighborhood dozens and dozens of times. I had driven around the blocks around the neighborhood as much as I could to see if she went anywhere. I'd looked under the house. I don't know how many times to see if maybe she was under the house. And I could find not a trace of her, not a sound of her, nothing. And I arrived at a point where I sat at the kitchen table. I was exhausted emotionally and physically. And I saw no hope of her return short of somebody perhaps maybe having found her and seeing that maybe she needs to be brought back and having the kindness of their heart to bring back this precious creature Mm -hmm. and I sat at the table and I wept you did I did I wept I wept because this cat seriously wept this this pet this cat this 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 being meant or men means so much to you right exactly and not only that the story behind it and i want to share this with the audience if, if that's okay with you this pet has a its own facebook page yeah i had a, i created a facebook there, page there's for a it. facebook page yeah. for this uh, cat this cat has a following right the cat creates content mm-hmm. and there's people who are loyal fans of this cat mm-hmm. and because you have such a high place, such an important place in your life, in your heart for this cat, you were completely devastated, right? Mm-hmm, completely. You were just not in any mood for anything, right? No. Okay. Two things. Yeah. One, when you arrive at the point where you feel you have no hope, you have two <sighs> choices to make. Ooh. You can become utterly useless because you fear the worst, and the worst is that she will never be seen again. She's gone forever. And who knows what's happened to her. She could be dead for all I know. Or Or you rely upon hope and you begin to, for want of a better, you begin to rationalize, okay, wait a minute. 
She's one of God's creatures, one of God's creations. I'm a man of faith. I've already been talking, and all that group of friends, that bevy of great, 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 great friends, friends on Facebook and Twitter, mm. they're praying. They they're you. literally praying, they and I'm getting, you, yes. I'm getting, I'm getting likes. I'm getting comments, and mm-hmm. people are praying for little right, Mariella. Right. Yes, that's her name, Mariella. Mm. Cute. But I had to make a decision. I had to make a decision. What are you going to do now? Are yeah. you going to try to draw from this a lesson, even though you're having a hard time seeing what you could possibly learn from it? Or are you going to become useless and not be productive because there are many, many other things I needed to do. I had work to do. I had people to work with. I had things to do. I had a wife to care for. I had a son who was getting ready to take a trip, all yeah. of this stuff. Big deal. So what I did was, is on Friday, I sat down. I realized every time I thought about her that I wanted to cry. But I said, no, there's work to be done, things to be done. Let's get busy. Maybe what it is is... She's such an engaging, friendly, warm, and caring cat. Some child will see her. She's friendly. She comes up to people normally. At least that's what I thought. And she's probably been picked up and someone's caring for her. I'll think the best because I can't find her anywhere. Right. 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 Not and certainly she's not dead because if she's dead, certainly we might find her in a yard or on the street or something like that. But she's nowhere to be found. Right, right, right. Okay. Okay. At that point I resolved I was not going to give up hope, but the hope that I was going to cling on to was that regardless of whether I ever saw her again or not, she was going to be okay. Mm. So you made a peace. Yeah, I had to. I had to for my emotional sake and for the sake of my wife and for my friends, letting them know it's day three, no word, no sight of her, but I have hope and I'll keep on going forward. And that's what I did. And people reinforced that and said, we're praying for her. We believe she's going to come back. That's one of the things that I heard a lot of is people said, don't give up. It's don't give She's going to come up. Yeah. Okay. okay. And, so, then, and so Saturday comes, and obviously you know the story of how she just suddenly turned up. I know. So. It's amazing. It, You know, I could go into the details of that story, but I've told that story. It's on a video that I'm going to be releasing shortly. Yay. But that being said, here's the key. Hope is the one thing that will, regardless of whether it's tangible or not, it chases fear away. Okay, it chases fear away. Now, what the, the, the takeaways from this story, John, and thank you for sharing. You were in pain, and then hope came, and then resolution came in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. And I love that ending, because you needed that resolution, because it would have been a major, major impact on you. Mm-hmm. And it has been. Now, I also know some people do not have the same attitude as you do. Yeah. Your attitude is such that you see or you try, you're relentless. You're relentless finding positivity in mm-hmm. everything you do. I am. You try to unearth it. You try to discover it. You try to grab onto it, discover it, and then, and then find it, and then, but not be a hug where you hug the positivity within your heart. You're the kind of person that I have seen. You spread. You generously give your positivity to everyone you meet. Isn't that right? It's important to do that because the world is full of negative influences. Oh, yes. And and we are assaulted by negative influences every day. We are. And so it really becomes a case where there are individuals who they're subsisting. Mm Mm-hmm. But their life is not fulfilling. 
they're in a mundane humdrum job or and that's in a and that sucks, isn't day. it? It's yeah. it's it's you know what it is. I recently heard an audio file by my favorite coach. You know who my favorite coach is? Patricia Fripp. Patricia Fripp is good. Uh, Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins, of course. You know Tony Robbins is an amazing creature. Uh, he is, and I mean, it's the, amazing. The, the, he what he never goes away. In I know. In fact, I, he just gets stronger and stronger. How is that possible? You know, it's it's something we can all learn that it's never too late to start. He's so dynamic. This is just so dynamic. But you know, there's many things that he does. Right? He doesn't. I don't want to be Tony Robbins, but I want to have. You want to be John kind of, Mark, but I want to have the kind of energy and relentless optimism that he exudes. My friends, you are on a train of relentless optimism. I love this train. Thank phrase. you. Tweet it, okay? Or I will tweet it too. Remember second. relentless optimism. Well, I'm going to use it in, in a different well, form. Well, it's a resolve okay. issue. And yeah, you know it's, it's part of your... Yeah, um, okay, so Tony Robbins, he said, we as humans are born to create. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't always think we, that. We, yeah, and it, it, we didn't. We weren't born to, like I said, you know, wake up from the box, get another box, Go eat the cereal, the routine, cereal yeah, box, yeah. work on a box, even if the it box, is breakfast watch the box. I know, yeah. I know. It is something that we have to create. A life is have to be created. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I know. I don't really care how positive you are. And I know it may, it may, it may um, touch some people the wrong way. But hear me out. Every person will go through darkness. Of course. Every person will go through obstacles. They will go through fear. Fear, they obstacles. Will go through hopelessness. And you know what? Also through the fear of themselves. Oh, yeah. Because Our inadequacies. You, yeah. A fear and whatever it is for you, that's your demons. That is your dark side. Mm-hmm. I have my own and our audience have their own. What I'm trying to tell you is how, what are the strategies that we can distill and I'm going to share some with you that work good for me. because that's a tough question yeah, for a lot of people. It, How do I begin the process of changing? Yeah. And I need a game plan. Yeah. I need a strategic initiative that I can put to work myself that's going to turn me inside out, basically. Right. So knowing that, we know that obstacles and challenges will come. Yep, they will. So let's make insurance. Let's find insurance. For for some people, it's hobbies, or it's some people some kind of assurance of who they are. For me. It's creating a network, nurturing, creating a network of friends that I can turn to when, when yeah. I am down. Yeah. And, and that's not self. You have that's not selfish. Well, you've established that network and you're there for them. But at the same time, you have confidence and hope that they're going to be there for you when you yeah. need them. Exactly. And that's what it is. It's, it's, I think network of friends is an insurance. It's an insurance policy to go over, to, to help you when you need it. Mm-hmm. It's your net. Yeah. When you can fall down. Now, you cannot always go back to that net, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's things that you have to do on your own. Yeah. And w- where do you find that engine, that that thing, that, <laughs> that, that fire that pulls you forward? And I think that comes from hope. Because I know our life on this earth is limited. I know that. But I also know that hope gives you a way to keep moving forward. And I think hope is sometimes tied to our dreams or our goals, right? For example, we want to travel the world or we want to be um, a happy husband or grandfather or whoever it is, right? Well, I want to be a grandfather. (laughs) You're on your way, right? I hope so. I hope so. Maybe you share with us. 
Uh, how's that going? Uh, he's engaged to her. Yes, congratulations. Keep friends, the question. Friends, uh, I'm happy to announce and report that my friend John Morrow, his son, is currently has fallen in love, traveled across the world, and popped the question to the woman of his dreams. And hopefully, stay tuned. As we will reveal more on this podcast to come, right? Yes, so we're not, indeed. We're, we're not going to jump ahead, but we'll... No. Okay. So, have a dream. Find that dream. But also, having the dream, finding the dream was not enough. It also takes courage to do whatever it takes to get after that dream. And I also know that what one of my friends that I have learned from is Craig Valentine. And I say when he's my friend because I feel like I've been watching his videos. I met him in person. He's a real genuine and generous um, instructor. He said, what is number one reason that holds people from achieving their dreams? And he and people said fear, right? Or lack of skills or lack of motivation or lack of talent. He said, yes, all of those are there. And yeah, those are great. All those have merit. However, he believes number one obstacle of you achieving your dreams is staying in a place of comfort saying like oh you know what it's not that bad or some friends will say you know what you don't really need that we uh, resignation resignation and also i feel john that sometimes i'm a human being and as a human being as a man you know as a as a business business owner sometimes we don't want to lose and we are afraid to really jump big and leap Mm -hmm. into the unknown because unknown is scary i mean i don't want to be unknown isn't that part of self-preservation and that's what it is we are always going to have a certain defensive mechanism to protect what we already have yeah knowing that if we give up everything we have because we believe or want to do we work so hard just to get here and now you you asking me to jump into unknown and forget it and just and i don't know what, what you see when I recently took a class um, from Invest Tools, uh, f- recently when I say a few years ago, and one of the investor psychology in the classes they were talking about is that as humans, we are, our sense of loss is a lot sharper than a sense of gain. We would rather not lose $2 than have a possibility of gaining $2. So we will go with the safer option. Mm-hmm. And why is that? Because loss hurts on a physical level. Mm-hmm. It does. Does that make sense to you? It makes sense to me I mean, because so, it's how a lot of people live their yeah. life and everything. So, it's 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 about holding on to everything they can hold on instead of realizing if they let go, there may be greater reward now, for it. No, okay. On the other side of the coin, let's talk about something else: being reckless. Oh yeah. Okay, so you have your dream, right? You want something better, but you're afraid. You're so afraid because you don't want to lose what you worked so hard to get, right? Yeah. You don't want to lose the relationship. You don't want to lose the friends. You don't want to lose the house. You don't want to lose some kind of community that you have built. But you know there's a dream that's waiting for you. That you know that your life will be so much better if you follow it. And you're afraid to let go of things that make you comfortable now. Mm -hmm. Isn't that a real fear? Yeah, that's real fear because you're keeping yourself from moving. It's that petrification that uh, the... I like the word you're petrified because basically you become motionless. You become okay. powerless. Okay, that's one, right? Now, on the other side of this extreme is recklessness. Yes. Recklessness is when you... And you know what? I feel, John, that I've been reckless for far too long. Well, me too. I feel Far too long. Way. And maybe that's a rebellion. Maybe that's just a, 
like rebelling against the status quo or rebelling against the the the, the society is telling you okay you have to um, go to college grow up get a job get a mortgage get get a family and that's what you have to do and a lot of times i rejected that i rejected that because nobody's gonna tell me what to do and even my friends but i know now that friends and associates when they tell you feedback it's not really about you it's about them and a lot of times you don't have to take it and you don't have to be defensive about it but rather do you know that a lot of people have fear of criticism Mm -hmm. and i know this is what i'm talking about but so we so let's review again we have sense where we're very comfortable Mm -hmm. where it's not great but it's good. Yeah. It's good. I have some friends. I have some beverages. I have some food on the table. I have some leisure time filled in. We fill in the our time. And we're comfortable, right? Yeah. And we know the dream is out there and so big, but it's so out of our reach. And we're so afraid to, re- to break this comfortable level. Right. On the other side of the stream is recklessness. And recklessness, I think, comes from maybe being young. Or maybe not knowing good, not knowing better. There's a better way. Or, so, what or be- can I add? One other thing too: believing bad advice. Believing bad advice. So, what I think maybe once you know, once you can map out where you are. Now, what if we go for the middle? Not being too afraid and go for that big dream, but we know that we but can. Not being reckless. Well, not being reckless, but find a medium, a medium that we can live mm-hmm. and push forward. That's uh, that's a novel idea, isn't it, John? What do you think about it? Well, here's the way I look at it. Yeah. I think everything in life about this this process we're going through as we continually go through change is that if we are less prone to take and make drastic measures and instead we're much more deliberate in making choices, but we stretch ourselves. We step forward developing a bravery here we are talking speak brave. Yes, we well, are. Speak brave is also living brave. Speak brave. Living, brave. Brave. living yes, brave is not this fanatical, crazy, mindless, I'm going to dive into it, you know, like crazy. It's more about learn, listen, experience, take another step, learn, listen, experience, take another step. But always be stepping forward. Never be content with the state that you're in a specific day. I'm not saying be unhappy. I'm saying don't settle for less than you can be, but understand it takes time to get to where you should be. And the only way to do it is to begin by taking that first step forward. John, I I, I understand this. Take a first step forward. I feel that this podcast is part that I needed this podcast. And this podcast is not necessarily um, to teach something, or but it's rather to explore. It has therapy too. Well, it has therapy. But see, normally my podcasts are, are filled with practical information. Well, you're a teacher. For business. You're a teacher. You're an educator. And, and, and for strategy and for mm-hmm. achievement and for different projects. But this podcast today is rather a search within ourselves. Mm-hmm. How do you, you know you need to do something. Yeah. You know that you must, you cannot accept the status quo and you must break free. 
Now, you also know that you are frayed down to your bones. Of course. And you know what, John? The reason I can tell you this is because I am afraid. I do. I know I that there's a better future for me. I know that there's a better future. I know there's a better future for you, too. Mm-hmm. And there's a better future for all these people Not in this studio. Not only do I studio. know it, but I've seen it. You've seen it. And what do we do about it? We are afraid. And for, we make our excuses. We make our excuses. We, yeah, don't, we don't go after it. And one of the things that I have learned for me, John, and I know I'm very passionate about this because, mm-hmm. you know what? If you always stay, remember you said you cannot get where you're going if, if you don't live. Oh, go ahead. How does to it go? Get, to get to the place where you need to go, you must first leave the place you are at. Okay, and that's and that's awesome. That's an mm-hmm. awesome statement. So I just want to make sure that you as listeners and as friends that we have developed this tribe is you, you think deeply. You know there's something you need to do. There's mm-hmm. a goal that yeah. you, you know if that goal comes through. You, you know that you will feel good. You'll feel fulfilled. Mm-hmm. You know that you have achieved and you have grown. But you know there's something holding you back. And I believe that something a lot of times is the sense of comfort. A sense of like, I don't want to leave this. I've built so hard. And now you want me to just abandon this and just go somewhere else? Don't be reckless. And how I like what you said. Take a first step. Yeah. Because that's what it is. Action, you know, if you just think on your couch... I think five years ago, I read this article in Wall Street Journal about this journalist who wrote an article about all those people who are interested to join the gym, like in the first few week of January. Yeah, that initial surge of yeah. enthusiasm. Oh, I'm going to go there and I'm going to work out. Yeah, and yes. that's good. That's good, right? Because that's what humans do. And he's, this is the line I'll never forget. He, had, he gave 33 reasons to join the gym. And very last one. At the end of the article, he said, all right, sitting on the couch at home, watching television burns 0.0 calories. It was so poignant. You can think, you can prophesize, you can think about, you can meditate, you can strategize. But if you don't take action, Mm -hmm. it will burn 0.0 calories. Mm -hmm, That's true. If you don't take a step, you don't make a phone call, you don't write, you don't reach out, you don't go for a walk. Mm -hmm. It will burn 0.0 calories. It will bring 0.0 dollars into your wallet. It will bring 0.0 rewards of whatever, any kind. You can talk about it. You can do it. But there's time to act. And it doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be gargantuous. It doesn't have to be humongous. Just begin. Just start. And you will discover. Because if you don't do anything, you make no mistakes. You always be on top but if you willing to embarrass yourself create ridicule you will find a path to your success two things yes one yes insanity is ah. defined as doing the same thing again and again and expecting a different outcome yes number two hope can only become a reality with action. If you don't take action, hope is useless. Whatever action you can take, right? Exactly. Whatever action I'm not you can saying take. you know that you necessarily even have the right action. Do you know for some people, hope is 
manifested in the fact that when they get up at the beginning of the day, let me use the example yeah. real quick because we're running yeah. short on time. Yeah. Well, we come take to the, the individual yeah. that has a terminal disease. Right. And by terminal, I mean the doctors have declared the disease is incurable. We will treat and do what we can to make your quality of life better. But the fact of the matter is, at some point down the road, you are going to die. Now, individuals, a lot of people have to come to grips with that and accept the fact I may die. That in and of itself is not a bad thing, simply because you must come to grips with the reality of our mortality. We're all going to die at some point. But the other thing, too, about individuals with a terminal disease is that they look at it and they say, okay... Modern science continues to work. My doctors are making titanic efforts. There's all kinds of research taking place. What role do I play in this situation? Do I just sit passively by and watch myself waste away to nothing and die because I have an incurable disease? There is no hope. No, I get up every day and I decide that I'm going to do something that will give other people hope. And by doing it, I am doing something positive for this life while at the same time I'm planting a seed in the back of my mind. You know, I may wake up the next day and suddenly discover that the answer's been found, the cure has been found. If you don't have a sense that there is potentially an answer to the problem, even though you can't visibly see it, you already live in a hopeless capacity. No single action in life, in my opinion, is undying, indestructible, indomitable hope. And I I would just want to make sure that I highlight your faith. Precisely. Your faith is your faith. Now, the listeners of this podcast live all over the world. Exactly. And I respect and I honor your faith. Whatever your faith is, that is you. Isn't it? Mm -hmm. I'm not condoning or disapproving or approving of anything. And I like that you bring this because your faith is your core. Isn't it? Isn't it? And if you follow it, you can talk about it. But if you don't, you can talk about it. It's one thing. But whatever you talk about, follow it. Yeah, exactly. In other words, it becomes it becomes the catalyst for getting for the purpose of even getting up every day. Yeah, it becomes it's the ignition. It's the match. It's what strikes the spark. And it's what keeps me going. Faith. Hope is the thing that I can't see and I don't have an answer for. But because of my belief and hope and faith, I simply say, okay. Are you going to sit still and do nothing and become nothing more than a burden to the people around you? Or are you going to become a change agent and go out there in the world and simply say, okay, here's my smile. Here's my positive word. Here's my positive attitude. Here is my indomitable spirit. My life is going to be one. And this goes back to my power word resolve, because at the end of the day, I want to be able to look back and say that I demonstrated, no matter what circumstances, resilience, enthusiasm, a selfless service to my fellow man. I demonstrated that I was organized and that I had an optimal plan. I saw visions ahead of me and I intended to achieve them. I was constantly learning and I was living in that learning environment. I was looking for the victory in life through having a vision to see ahead to what it was that I wanted to achieve, knowing that it's not guaranteed, but I'll yeah. never get to it if I don't set my right. foot forward. And that right. brings me to the E, which is I stepped out, I engaged, I took action, and I went forward. Yeah. Thank you, friends, for joining us today at the Hope Hope, hope episode. We talked about recklessness, dreams, fear, faith, taking action. The question is, do you live with hope? How do you find hope? I love to hear from you. I love to hear your feedback on this. Write to me. There's Twitter, Facebook, 
LinkedIn, YouTube, subscribe, send it to your friends. Tell me what is hope? How do you find hope when there is none? And how do you work on that muscle? And everything that John, that you have said about your episode with Mariella, I appreciate it deeply. Thank you. And I appreciate everyone who is on this uh, podcast. Subscribe, become a tribe member. I love to hear from you and I cannot wait to hear, to see you next week. And don't forget to speak brave.